How do we receive from God? James said, anyone who wants to receive from God must ask in faith, nothing doubting. And we have seen the words of the Lord Jesus Christ from the book of Mark chapter 11, in which he says that whenever you pray, believe that you have received the thing that you prayed about and it shall be granted you. And that's verse 23. He said, make sure you do not doubt in your heart. And the last time I began to explain what it really means, all right, to believe that you have received, you know, from God. So we saw the words of the Lord Jesus Christ that said, we must believe that we have received. A man came to the Lord Jesus and said, if you can do anything, help my son. And the Lord said, it is not what I can do. It is what you can believe. And the man said, okay, please help my unbelief. And I'm explaining to us again, if we can have the confidence, which is what believing is, that God has heard us, then most certainly we will see answers to prayers. And that is a major hindrance, unbelief in the heart. People do, do not have the confidence that God has heard them. Let me recommend again my book, Great Faith Can Be Yours. It is available for free download on our website, kwm.com.ng. In that book, I explained in details how you can increase your ability to believe. Because that ability to believe is what is crucial. So back to what we were saying. So when do I know that I have believed? One, I stop worrying. I am full of thanksgiving. I'm not saying when will God hear me? I know that he has heard me. So any time that thing comes to my mind, I thank him. Not that I know one day you will do it. No, please. Our words are very important. If you say, God, I know one day you will do it, you are saying you have not yet done it. You have not yet heard me. I'll keep on saying, God, I thank you that you have heard me. I thank you you have heard me. Remember, when Jesus went to the tomb of Lazarus, while Lazarus was still dead, listen to me, while Lazarus was still dead, he began to pray. He said, Lord, I thank you. Father, I thank you because you have heard me. Indeed, you hear me always. Now, please, I want you to understand something here. Lazarus was still dead. He was still in the tomb. He had not yet come out. If you went in there, the guy was completely dead. And Jesus was saying, Father, I thank you because I know you have heard me. Which means he had made requests. Go and read the preceding verses in the book of John chapter 11. He had prayed. You see, the Bible makes us know that he was groaning in himself. As he was approaching the place, I am convinced of something. Even before he left, all right, to come to Bethany. You know, remember he delayed for a total period of like four days. He prayed even before he came. And that was why when he approached, he told Martha, Don't worry, your brother will rise again. And Martha said that, um, I know that, uh, yes, one day he will rise up. No, he said, he that believes in me, though he is dead, yet he shall live. Now, why was he saying all of these things? It is simple. Because he has had a discussion with the Father based upon his faith in the Father. So he got there and said, Father, I thank you. I thank you that you have heard me. I know you hear me always. That's one confidence he had I want to tell you about. And notice something. While... Lazarus was still dead, he was saying all of these things. While the womb was still barren, he was saying all of these things. While there was no food in the house, he was saying all of these things. You understand? While this child had not yet gotten admission into university, he was saying all of these things. While he did not yet have a job, he was saying all of these things. Lazarus was still dead. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to you know, use that as a type of our situations that we may be going through. He said, I know you have heard me. And that's one thing I want to all bear in mind. Once you pray, discuss something with the Father, know he has heard even though Lazarus is still dead, know he has a head. Are you getting my point? Even though you have not yet seen the situation change, know that he has head. In his own particular situation, what happened was that the thing that was needed to bring Lazarus out of that grave was that, number one, remove that stone. Number two, he now spoke to Lazarus. Two things he needed to do. One, of course, he got to the grave, he said remove the stone, and then he spoke to Lazarus. Listen, 
if you see, he was thankful. He started this thing with thanksgiving. He was not saying that maybe, uh, let's go and intercede. Maybe Lazarus will get up. He had done his intercession with a confidence that God hears. So when he was going to take his final steps, he said, Lord, I know you have heard me. And I'm saying to us again, if we can relate with God with this kind of confidence, the problem people have is that so many things are distracting them from having confidence in God. Remember what we said the last time, one of the scriptures we read, a man said, help my own belief. Help my own belief. Help me remove those things that are distracting me. And for personally, I think it's a crucial prayer. You should pray that prayer regularly. God, help my own belief. Help me to remove the things, you understand, that are causing me not to have confidence in you. Sometimes, one brother told me once, he said, what was the reason for his own lack of confidence? He said, I don't know what I have done for, to God, uh, for God that he might do back for me. He said, for that reason, I don't ask him for anything. I couldn't believe my ears. You want to survive in these difficult and perilous times and you don't ask God for anything. He said, what have I done for him that he should do for me? And please, I'm saying to you again, you don't need to do anything for him to be able to do for you. You don't have to give money because before God gives you money. You don't have to go to church regularly before God rewards you with health. You don't have to preach before God rewards you with peace of mind. Listen, God gives those things to us because we are his children. Oh, I wish I could drum this thing into the hearts of people. God is not giving to you because you have done for him. These are the things that cause unbelief in the hearts of people. Jesus didn't have that. He just had the confidence. And that's what I'm saying. For that reason, it was full of thanksgiving. So in your situation also, what do you do? Make sure you are full of thanksgiving at all times. Make sure that in that situation, once you discuss something with the Father, you have this confidence that he has had. And then you start looking, you understand, around for the manifestation. Start waiting for the manifestation. Start doing what you need to do to show that there is manifestation. For example, if I believed God that I'm going to get admission into the university, you understand, Look, there are some things that are reasonable. If I have only four passes or, or four credits in my SSE exam, that is not in keeping with my confidence that I'll get my admission. Now, so, I remove the stone that's covering the tomb. In that situation, if I have only three passes, all right, three credits in my SSE, and I'm believing that I've had, I have admission into the university, I'm believing that I have admission to the higher institution, it's crazy. Are you getting my point? Yes, God has heard me. But God will now say, okay, my boy, my girl, so what are we going to do now? Go and make sure you get up to six credits. It's simple. So because I believe that God has heard me, I go and register for my SSE and start working to get my six credits minimum. And again, I do that with prayer. I say, Lord, I am going for this. I want you to give me minimum of six credits. I believe you have heard me. God say, remove the stone. Remove the stone of laziness. Remove the stone of not trying. Remove the stone of saying physics is difficult. It's only for intelligent people. Therefore, I'm saying I'm not intelligent. Remove those stones from your mind. When you remove those stones, you will discover that indeed God has heard you and you will find a manifestation of his answer in your life. And then Jesus, remember, he was full of thanksgiving. All right. As he was removing the stone, the stone, he was giving thanks. Lord, I thank you. You have heard me. Listen, every situation in your life, you must handle it with thanksgiving. Yes, you don't have money, but you are prayed to God for money. You are prayed to God for a job. Therefore, anyway, if you go and apply for a job, say, Lord, I thank you because I know you have granted me my own job. It is not every job that is your own. I mean, you said no. That is why you threw out five applications. You didn't think five people were going to employ you. So I'm not telling you to withdraw your five applications. Each one you are going to for the interview, say, Lord, I thank you because you have heard me and you have provided my own job for me. Thank you because Jesus is the reason. Please don't think it is because you sowed one seed. No, just say because Jesus is the reason, you know. And then as I'm going for the interview, I said, the job that is mine 
is already mine. You have prepared it for me. Nobody else can take it. I remember then when I first came to Enugu and I was looking for a house. I told my wife then, I said, listen, God brought us down here. We did not come here just because we wanted to come. Therefore, he has provided something. We have asked God for the kind of house we wanted, comfortable, sizable. So every time I go, I'm just checking, is this the house God has provided? If it is not the house I, that is in my mind, if I don't feel it is the house, it's not the house I walk away. Eventually, I remember one day, after many months, all right, of checking and waiting, one of my uh, colleagues just came to my office that time. He said, Oga, I think I have found your house. And I said, uh-huh. And he said, let us go there. And then I was seriously new in town. And I was taking it. I felt the drive was a bit long. But eventually, when I saw the house, I saw the size, I saw the price, I saw everything, I knew this was the right house. And we stayed there for some time before we finally had to move on. But the point was that even before I had it, I told my wife, the house is waiting for us somewhere. It is our own. It is waiting there. That is what means to ask in faith, believing that God has heard you. You have just listened to a radio message by Pastor Banky. More of these and other messages are available from our website, kwm.com.ng. To contact us, write us at radiosemons at gmail.com. And do not forget to do your part in spreading the kingdom of God by sharing this message with someone else. Thank you for listening. I may the fruit of this word blossom in your life.